welcome, welcome, welcome to the Go For Two podcast, episode number seven. I am your host, Jackson Wallace. I got my friend Lucas here with me. Lucas, how you doing, bud? Fantastic. I'm actually surprised you got the episode number seven thing correct because you didn't even ask me. I know. Before we started. You know, I have it in my brain. Okay, I have it in my in my brain. All right. <laughs> I have it in my brain. And here's the thing, because this thing has become such a passion of mine and I enjoy it so much because you and me, we're sharing articles all the time to each other throughout the week. We're sending Instagram DMs to each other about potential topics. And when it gets time to Tuesday, when it gets time to record, a, a smile just comes across my face. <laughs> I'm glad something makes you happy, Jackson. Something's making me happy. You know what else is making me happy? We'll talk about that a little bit later. But how about them Cowboys, Lucas? Come on, I mean, baby. They're looking good. They're looking, looking good. Real we'll, good. We'll talk about them later on in the podcast, man. But I just had to throw that little how about them Cowboys out there real quick. Yeah. We'll talk about your team later, too. I don't want to talk about my team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lucas, what's the what's the big news of the week so far, bud? Uh, so first up, to me, I think the biggest thing is, I mean, you got Big Ben and Drew Brees are both hurt. Oh. All right, you got Big Ben has gone from the Steelers, mm-hmm. who ha- already weren't playing that great, and now he's out for the year without, he's had to get elbow surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Drew Brees, he's out like six to eight weeks. Yeah, because uh, he was getting a second opinion today. But, yeah, they said six to eight weeks. Yeah. Well, anyways, he's going to miss the first half of the year, at least. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think I think we need to talk about – I think we know how that's going to affect the Steelers. Like, I think they're – in my opinion, they're kind of out of the playoff contention Season's now. over. Season's over. Um, but, you know, Drew Brees can come back halfway. They can salvage some stuff. So, like, I think we need to talk about the Saints some. So, I want to know what you think about – Sure. Uh, how the Saints are looking, uh, you know who their backup quarterbacks are, so mm-hmm. so let's just you go in on that there, buddy. Gotcha. Okay. Well, first let's start off with the Saints, and I let me let me preface this. We have a we have a fantasy league, and we've had a fantasy league within our own family, immediate family, for the past almost ten years, right? Since I was in high school, probably probably like eight to ten years. I'd like to point out that Big Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Brees are my two quarterbacks. That I had in, and I lost both of them on the same day. Can I get some tears, please? A little a, a, a rip, something. Oh my god. Okay. With that being said, I actually have I have Drew Brees in a league too. Do you really? Yeah, yeah he's my he's my second quarterback, but I'm it's keep- a two QB league. So yeah, I'm keeping him. It's a two QB league for us too. I'm I'm keeping him on the bench, you know, just in case when he does come back, how he does. So I think it's worth the roster spot. I just know somebody's going to snatch him up if I put him out there. Right. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, let's start with the Saints, shall we? Okay, so okay. their backup quarterback is probably the most recognizable of the two, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I think he has the potential to be very successful. The Saints had this in mind when getting Teddy that Drew Brees could be getting to the end of his career. Within the next two to three years, I think is when they think they're, that window, that time frame exists. So I think they picked Teddy for a reason. Number one, to succeed Breeze later, or to at least test out the waters of him succeeding him later. Number two, right. in case something like this happens, in case the worst happens and the New Orleans offense is not what it was. I think Teddy has a far more... Higher has a higher chance of success 
potential success than the Steelers do. I think he just has more weapons. I think he has more to work with. Got Alva Kamara, right? Top three running back in the league right now. You know, top five, arguably top three. Okay. Then you have Michael Thomas, the new highest paid wide receiver in the league. Actually, no, I think that's Jones now. Right? You're asking the wrong That's person, the wrong person. <laughs> anyway, a top two highest wide receiver, highest paid wide receiver in the league, and he deserves it. He's a, a rare talent. Um, Jerry Cook, okay? Their uh, new tight end, who is very versatile over the field and also with impact blocking. I think their defense is right up there with Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's younger and faster. I think New Orleans is a little more experienced, you know? But I do like, I like New Orleans coach a lot more. So I think, um, obviously, Drew Brees going out for six to eight weeks, that hurts your season, but it doesn't completely derail it. It is not over for New Orleans to make the play. I think they can still, I think they still have a chance. I think Teddy can win them two or three games. I think if they go 500 without Drew Brees, and Brees comes back stronger, better than ever, because he was looking kind of, Looking kind of funny in that game against Los Angeles. So maybe this will kind of give him some time to rest and recuperate a little bit. We'll see. Breeze is the man. Okay. Breeze is like, he's, he's goat status. Okay. Like we got Brady. Okay. And like we look to second in the league right now. I got Breeze and I got Rodgers. Okay. In terms of pure. Actually, no. I have Brady, Breeze, Mahomes, and Rodgers. There you go. I like that better. Yeah, I got to put Mahomes in there. Mahomes magic. You got to. He's due to something else. Good, man. He's going off the script here. Second. Okay. Did you see his second quarter this past week? Yeah, four four touchdowns. Four touchdowns and two hundred and seventy eight passing yards. That was all their points for the whole game. They won like twenty eight to ten, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's all they needed. They need a second quarter from Patrick yeah. from Mahomes, and then they're done. They don't need to do anything else. Yeah, well, you should have seen the stat line he put up in fantasy against me. 66 points Jesus. of pure misery. All right? It's rough. 66 points? Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, but I, I like the Saints' chances a, a lot more. Uh, I don't think their season's over. What, what do you think about New Orleans? Pretty much agree with what you got going on. Like... Uh, like the Steelers definitely are, I think they're out of playoff contention, like I said before. And I think the Saints, you know, they pull off a couple things here and there, mm. still make the playoffs. I believe that the team as a whole is good. And I also believe that both of their backup quarterbacks are good. They got Bridgewater, and then they also have Hill, who just like does it all. Like this man is out here. Mm hmm. He's a quarterback, but Very they're versatile. running him like a halfback. They got him returning kicks and punts. They got—I mean, he's this like, all like over he's the field. Doing, yeah, he's doing everything. So, um, and their division, I think, is is not very tough. I think you have Atlanta, right? That seems to be your only competition. Right, Tampa Bay is not going to win more than five games this year. Carolina seems to be a shell of itself, at least from what it was. We'll talk more about them later, especially with Cam Newton, but. You got Atlanta to compete against. You could definitely win a couple of division games without Drew Brees. That's it. So I think they I'm not I'm not worried about the Saints. I'm worried about the fact that like I was hoping Drew Brees would come in and have an MVP year or something. That's yeah. definitely not gonna happen now. Um but they got this. Sean Payne's an excellent coach. 
they got this. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think if they go 500 while he's gone, you know, that definitely puts them in a spot to make a playoff run late. So, especially with their running game as as diverse as it is with Kamara and now Latavius Murray kind of emerging a little bit into his own. Um, I think they can make something happen mm-hmm. post-Thanksgiving. We'll have to wait and see. Definitely, it's, it's, it's talking about the quarterbacks overall in the league well, this year. Think about it. You have Luck retired. Breeze is hurt. Big Ben's out for the season, right? Cam Newton's nursing a big foot injury at the moment. Sam Darnold has mono. Okay. <laughs> like the, the Washington quarterback core, they're all in hospital beds. Okay. Um, you, you talk about Alex Smith, right? Just complete. He, he's still, he's off the rails for this year. Um, there's nothing you can do about that. It's sad to see when so much talent isn't being able to be seen on the screen. That makes sense. And there's a there's a lot of quarterbacks hurt this year. So is there more? Is Case Keenum hurt with the Redskins too? No, he's not. I was just okay. I'll be honest okay, with you. I saw so... a thing on Facebook earlier today, and it was like SpongeBob, and it had like different memes for every team based on their quarterback status, and it said like the yeah. Washington Redskins quarterbacks, and it had every single person in hospital bed. Okay, I got you. I I was like I didn't hear about that I didn't know that was going on. No, oh. he he's not, but really count. Anyway, I mean, I threw for like three hundred yards on you, didn't he? Still got Close. the dub. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you did. Our our defense well, gas in the fourth. We'll talk about. That. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we got we got all that we got both of those things coming up. Later. Yeah, there's anyways. a lot of quarterbacks hurt. Yeah. Anyways, we it's time to move on, Jackson. Okay. Yeah. Because we're talking about quarterbacks, and we got to talk about Eli Manning, who I think not deserved to be benched, but he has been benched for, oh, what's his name? I see, I I don't even know. I don't Uh, even know his name. The guy from Duke. All right, the guy from Duke, yeah, like Daniel Jones, right? So, to me, it's been two games. The team is bad. And I haven't really seen Eli Manning play bad. I haven't seen him play in a way that warrants him needing to be big. Like the only thing I can hope of is that they think that Daniel Jones is going to go in there and run for a hundred yards a game. Because the only thing he can do that Manning can't do is run. And everything that he does as a quarterback, Manning does better except for run, in my opinion. Yeah. It's just so, at this point, it's throwing him in the fire. And giving him experience for next season, the Giants well, know that this you... season's chalked up. I, I I agree with you. I don't think it should happen yet. I think this well, should no, happen like, later. My problem is is why are you? If you're like, oh, I want to, I want him to get experience. We're gonna be bad anyways. Well, you're gonna get him experience underneath a line that is not good. That's my point. Potentially can the get fans him hurt. Don't get hurt. If this exactly. is your fra- if this is what you, what you believe to be your franchise quarterback for the next ten years, right? Because that's what the definition of a franchise quarterback is, right? Ten years plus. That's mm-hmm. what you're expecting from this guy that you drafted out of Duke with number six overall, surprised everybody. Do you really want the risk of him getting hurt? It's kind of like I, I I'm more I I like more of the thought of let him learn from Eli for a year, right? Maybe throw him in the last two or three games split halves with him, let him start the last three or four. You know the season's over anyway. 
get his feet wet, get him out there, you know, let him try and convert third downs, and and then go into next year, you know, knowing that you have a healthy quarterback. But you're starting him week three. It's like at this point, I'm like, why why didn't you just start him from the beginning of the year? If you were were just going to do this in week three, you know, then why 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 even do it? Why not just start from the beginning? It, it's it seems out of place to me. I don't understand what Pratt Shermer's. Yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. But you know, we'll we'll see what happens. I want him to do good. Like mm-hmm. I don't wish the dude like ill will or anything. But right. I just don't. Yeah, they're in full rebuild mode. Full rebuild. Mm-hmm. Here's we'll a be rebuilding a quarterback at the end of the year after this dude's been sacked thirty times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> him and Deshaun Watson both. Now, um. Quick question, just kind of about Eli for his career, tribute or whatever. Two-time Super Bowl champion. I think it's like a four-time Pro Bowl, uh, Pro Bowler. Um, you know, he his his record was one sixteen and one sixteen overall as a New York Giant. Finished even, five hundred. Do you think he is a Hall of Famer? I think he should be, just because who who beat Brady? Eli. Twice. Exactly. Including the perfect year. Yeah. He messed up. They were... He met he he Eli mm-hmm. Manning is the blemish on Tom Brady's perfect season. Brady could have had eight rings. He could have had eight rings by now. Because he, he they were supposed to be nineteen and zero. They were supposed to be the first team to do it. Ended up eighteen mm-hmm. and one. They could not beat that Giants defense. Could not. For whatever reason. Eli was Brady's kryptonite. I think he. I think he belongs in the Hall. I think look at his Bowl. numbers. Yeah, I think his numbers are good, and he's won two Super Bowls. Like his I don't. I don't know how you can't, you can't put him up there. Yeah, his numbers are great. Two-time Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, right? Played absolutely out of his mind. Started every game that he could have, right? Except last year when they ruined his uh, starting record with Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. Right, and now they're doing it again here with Daniel Jones, and you know he poised franchise quarterback, true leader. Though he's been a giant this entire time, bane of my existence growing up as a Cowboys fan, he deserves to be in the hall. Agreed. So to get into some more drama, all right, because that's all the NFL has been. We love this drama, all don't summer. We? All this year, it's kind of getting on my nerves, man. I'm tired of all these clowns, right? There's all these clowns, mm-hmm. and they're popping up all over the... Ugh, it's just disgusting. Disgusting. Okay? <laughs> it is disgusting. So, you should see his face right now. But By the way, be sure to watch us on YouTube. He was and looks currently disgusted. So the, uh, <laughs> the latest clown to join the circus is Jalen Ramsey has officially requested a trade from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. This comes... Uh, it happened yesterday. Today's Tuesday. Yesterday was Monday, the 16th. And so it happens the day after the game where him and his coach were both caught fighting and, like, he was being held back by players and stuff, like, getting all mad. And, and, and this comes after him wanting to be paid so much money and they didn't want to pay him. And then the dude showed up and, and was like, you're not paying me the big bucks. Like, you don't want me, all this stuff. He showed up in... In a Bing's truck, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm just like Clown. Why do you have to act like that? So 
I want to know your thoughts on him requesting a trade and also um, if anyone here listens to the Bustin' with the Boys podcast, it is an excellent podcast hosted by Will Compton. Uh, he is currently not a player in the NFL. He played for the Titans last year, was on the Redskins before that for a long time. And he uh, had a chance to go play with the Saints during the preseason. He hurt his ankle, so they ended up cutting him. But he's an awesome dude. And then Taylor Lewan, the left tackle for the Tennessee Titans, is another guy. Both of them the hosted. The boys. <laughs> they have they have all of these uh, all these awesome episodes with other NFL players. Um, yeah, just like other NFL players, other people of notoriety, just everywhere in the United States. Honestly, they got all the hookups. The boys got all the hookups. All right, um, bro, and they, and they record their podcasts from a bus. From it's an actual with the boys. bus. Yeah, dude, that's yeah, such a awesome. cool name. Uh, for the Titans game this past Sunday against the Colts, they actually, because the bus isn't up and running yet, they're trying to get the bus up and running. Mm-hmm. So they actually had it towed somewhere so they could do like a big tailgate deal. Yeah. And they're, I think they're sponsored by Budweiser now. Oh, that's it's, awesome. It's on the side of the bus, the bus that they found says like mm-hmm. Budweiser and it's got number eight on the end. So, uh, Awesome stuff. They're hilarious. There's wolves all over the place, man. I'm telling you, and it's it's an awesome, awesome podcast. Definitely go check it out. Anyways, if you listen to that earlier in the summer, there was an episode that Jalen Ramsey was on. He came to talk to them, and he said that uh, his like if he had his perfect places to go be at and play football in the NFL. Number one, he said Tennessee because he's from Tennessee, so he grew up a Titans fan. And then number two, he said Las Vegas, so that would be the Oakland Raiders who are going to be moving. So I just want to know your thoughts on him requesting a trade and where you think he might end up. If you think he's going to get what he wants? Sure, sure, sure. Um, number one, <clears throat> Jalen Ramsey in Vegas sounds like a sounds like a terrible PR nightmare for the for the Raiders. I want it. I want it to happen. <laughs> it I'm, just I'm sounds. Just... It just sounds like you know what could be wrong with Vegas. Hmm. Let's give all these uh, 20-year-old guys in their prime millions of dollars and let them live in Vegas. What could go wrong? You know? like, I, don't, I don't think it's bad for like, players to want their money and stuff. Like, you want to be paid, right. I get that. Like, you deserve to be paid. Like, you are the cream of the crop. Like, you are the sure. best in the world. But you don't have to act. Like, I feel like you're an NFL player, and there's so many people that look up to you, and so mm-hmm. you're always in the spotlight. And that could be hard to deal with and stuff, but you need to understand that, like, you are supposed to always represent yourself in the best, most professional way possible. For sure. And that's the right attitude to have. And, like, 95% of the league does, I feel yeah, like. Or, like, 90%. So. But it's just it's just those one, those certain people, you know, that they can't do it. And I feel yeah. like he's one of those guys that has trouble doing it. So I don't know about the Clouds. Las Vegas thing. Yeah. Clouds. Um. I would love to see him with Tennessee or with uh, what I fear is that he ends up going to a team like Philly, right? That way, I think he needs to go to an established culture where he can't, where his antics aren't going to be able to get ahead of him in the locker room, right? If you, if you go into a place like Philly or into a place like New England, I'm not saying that they're going to get him. I'm saying if you go there, the locker room is established. The culture is established. You are going to buy into our system. And if you don't, there's a door, right? Like I, he needs to have that level of structure and that level of professionalism oozing out of the leaders already in that locker room, right? Someone to be able to temper and 
um, direct his clownness in a positive direction, right? There's not many people in the league I think that can do that. Doug Peterson seems like a type of guy that can. I really don't want him to because I'd hate for him to be shutting down Amari Cooper every single week, and that's I don't need that right now, okay? The NFC is already loaded. I don't need Jalen Ramsey in it. That being said, I love him to go to Oakland or Tennessee or one of those other teams, and I don't have to worry about until, you know, February. Great. Uh, I don't want it. I know. Uh, as far as him requesting a trade, I think you're seeing this new kind of – I saw some stuff uh, around this on ESPN today. They were saying, does the NBA and the, N- the power that lies within the players of the NBA – and getting these four-year deals with their option to opt out of teams and move wherever they want, their free agency power, is that having an influence on these NFL players and NFL superstars to be able to leverage themselves and their talent and their brand to go wherever they want? That's a question I think that is warranting discussion. I think that potentially, maybe, that could be the case here. I do think that Jalen Ramsey, it, it, if, as soon as you have a conversation with your coach on the sideline, you know, out in, in public like that, it's over, right? The, the locker room, the respect level, it's broken. Okay, there's no really mending that. You can act nice for everybody else. You can act respectful in, in, in every other situation. But once you have that physical altercation on the sidelines, it's just time for both players to move on. I don't really see a problem with his trade. I do see a problem with his antics on the field and the way that he acts and conducts and carries himself because he really does think that he is the best in the game right now. And, I mean, he is an NFL superstar talent. He does seem to back it up on occasion. Okay, I think that he can help any team that he goes to. Uh, he is definitely a clown. You know, I think he fits your description of a clown very accurately. Uh, don't agree with his antics. He wants to get out of Jacksonville. Then, I mean, Jacksonville's what? They're asking at least a one for him. And I think they're asking a one and a two or a one and a four. But they want at least a one for him. But, I don't think you get a one for him. Sorry to interrupt you, but, like, I just don't. With the way he acts and has acted since he came into the oh, league, oh, like, I don't, yeah, I don't he, think. I want him in the locker room. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to be able to get a one for him. That's just me. I see. I think they might be able to because are you going to find a Jalen Ramsey in the draft this year, first round? Probably not. So if you have one of those later round picks, and the Jags bite on it, you, you essentially trade that that you trade that first pick, like pick twenty eight. Pick 24 for Jalen Ramsey. To me, as an NFL team, if I'm willing to accept and have a conversation with Jalen about his off the field and on the field issues, might be worth it for a team trying to get over the hump. Like Baltimore, you know, they really could use some secondary. I don't know. But, I mean, me personally, I don't want him in the locker room either. Uh... And I understand you not one to want him in the locker room just because it causes disruption and it's a pain and it's a PR nightmare. But sometimes you have to weigh that against a window of opportunity 
championship room. Well, I'm like, I'm super, like, also the locker room, but we have Malcolm Butler, Adoree Jackson, and Logan Ryan who have, you know, our secondary has four interceptions through the last two weeks. We yeah. lead the league in turnovers. Um, You'd definitely be the number one secondary if you had Jalen. I don't, I don't think we need him. I, th- I think we're good where we're at. Yeah. I, th- I think, I think we have, we have enough with those three, and then we have enough depth at the position. Like, would it be awesome? Yeah. Like, the only, the only trade that I could see us doing with that is like we could. I could see us trading Adore Jackson for him, but I, I don't want to do that. I feel like Adore has too much upside. Yeah. And he doesn't have the attitude problem. Um. Think Oakland takes him because they lost their safety, their rookie star safety. No, nah, I, I don't think he gets to. Help. I don't think he gets to go to either of the teams he wants to go to. That, that's yeah. just me of those two. I, I don't think he gets to go to either one of those two. Um, someone's gonna bite. I though. can I can see the Eagles. I can see the Chiefs. Yeah. I can see those two teams. I'm trying to think of teams that like. Name the one. Rams, maybe. Teams yeah. that, like, want to win a Super Bowl right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, he did and say I he think, wants to play for a winner. I, I mean, I can see the Browns doing it. He'd fit in with that culture. Oh, yeah, he would right there with Odell. But it, it so, is incredibly convenient to have a Jalen Ramsey to be able to say, hey, go shut down OBJ for me. Okay, hey, you, you on Antonio, on AB. All right, take him out the game. And for the most part, he, he seems like he can do it. He can cover anyone. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but to move on, I know you got some thoughts on Thursday night football game and Cam Newton's performance in said game. Oh, man, I got that one. He got that. That was such an ugly game. Both picked. Oh, yeah. Terrible to watch. I hate, I hate to watch that game, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me, tell me what you got on Mr. Cam. Man. I know this was this was a topic of your choosing. It is. Cam Newton is zero and eight. Last eight starts. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. That. <laughs> he is zero and eight in his last eight starts. He they missed... started off so good last year too. Man. Yes, man, six and two, and I I guess he's still having issues with whatever injury that is. He alluded to it earlier on this year, saying, you know. I think he said after this was it the first game, he said, no matter how my shoulder feels or no matter how my foot feels, like I still got to go out there and perform. Like that's on me, right? He was taking ownership and that's good, but there's no injury report over summer. No injury report over a shoulder preseason, week one. Where did this shoulder issue come from? We knew he was battling issues with the foot. I always got some, and you can, I get, could just tell watching that Thursday night game he wasn't it's like he was kind of antsy and stepping into his throws he was missing wide open throws and Cam in 2015 did not miss those throws or in 2017 or in 2017 or in any other time yeah right Cam is just it seems like right now he was a he is a shell of himself I don't think I think him being with Carolina eight years I think Carolina is ready to move on. Cam, what? I think Carolina is ready to move on. I think this is his last year 
Carolina. I think they're going to, especially with this issue right now, it seems like he's nursing uh, a foot again. Um, he's kind of, he's questionable for this next game, kind of up in the air. Seems like it's going to be a game-time decision. But, but Cam's not right. He's not right right now. And honestly, I would definitely take Dak over Cam. Full package. I mean, I can't blame that, but they don't have Dak. <laughs> no, they don't. But I'm just saying, you draft a major franchise quarterback. He's there for eight years. He had one stellar season, 2015, where he won an MVP, played lights out, but 15 and one, got to the Super Bowl, ended up facing against Von Miller's defense. Okay? One great season in eight years. Now it just looks like he's, he's lost a step. It looks like he's, he's having problems with his injuries. And this league, if you don't have a quarterback that can be on the field week in and week out, you're at a severe disadvantage. Because it is very clear that the quarterback position is the most important position in all of football. Might be in all of sports. So, I don't know, man. I feel like Cam is, I feel like he'll either at, he'll be traded or I'm not sure about his contract details currently, but I think Carolina uh, will be ready to go into rebuild mode and look for themselves, or at least, at the very least, draft quarterback in the first or second round. Looking to replace him. I can see them maybe thinking about drafting a quarterback, but I think there's a couple things you need to think about. Okay, lay it It on me. It is week two. Week two of last year, people mm-hmm. were like, man, the Panthers look good. You know, halfway through the year, people were like, the Panthers might, you know, they got a chance to make a big oh, yeah. run in the playoffs. And then, you know, like things happen. Sure. All right, one week, one week and something happens. The Cowboys looked terrible last year, and then all of a sudden it was click. Mm-hmm. Mark it Cooper. went on a streak. Yeah. And so Thursday night looked bad. They lost by six points against a team they shouldn't have lost against. But he still threw for 330 yards. But he had Should've 51 had. passing attempts. Your quarterback does not need 51 passing attempts. Okay. Here is where I am. Uh, in, my, in my argument here, this point about that I'm about to make is where I know that they no longer have full confidence in him. Fourth and one. To win the game. Okay? Towards the end of the game. They direct snap the ball. Christian McCaffrey on a end around toss. In 2015, and, and of course Christian McCaffrey does not get it. Right? They had him running east and west where he should have been running north and south. I could get the direct snap to, to McCaffrey running north and south. I think he can get it. 2015, 17, they'd snap that to Cam. They have a lead blocker in there, and he's going to go get you that yard, right? But it seems that the Carolina coaching staff in that situation does not trust Cam enough 
with the game on the line to get them a yard. See, I think it's more, we need to protect Cam. I don't think it's, oh, I don't trust our franchise guy, who, by the way, threw for 4,000 yards his first year in the league. You know, yeah, only had only had one good year. What? Yeah, that's what. Ain't that what you just said? He's one had one substantially good year. Good year. Yes, this man has one. thrown for over three thousand yards every single year. He's been twelve and four, fifteen and one, and eleven and five. Those are his top three seasons. Okay, all 3, the other ones he had average in this year's. Do what? Three thousand yards is below average. I said above three thousand, and Still. also like. He he has Christian McCaffrey. Like they got one of the best halfbacks in the league. Like he shouldn't have to to throw it all the time. And tell me a wide receiver option this man has had his whole career that's a dominant force. Non-existent. Steve Smith. DJ Moore's nothing to shake a stick at at the moment. He's had Kelvin Benjamin. Where's Kelvin Benjamin at right Greg now? Greg Olson, Jackson? who seems to be a shell of himself currently. Well, he had one good year, which was 2015, and then after that, he's been hurt every year. Yeah, exactly. But he's had weapons, too. Like who? Like, like okay, he had Greg Olson. I just Olsen. said. Greg Olson had one good year. The Steve Smith thing, that's cool. They're going to double team him every play. He's Steve Smith's a Hall of Fame wide receiver. I know, but he wasn't Is like. Is that under definition like, of a weapon? I'm talking about he's had one good guy, Jackson. Is that what you're telling me? He's had multiple. Greg Olson. Greg Olson for one year. He's been hurt every year. Last bro. year he was. He, well, no, last year. No, he was not. No, he was not. That yeah, DJ was Moore this year. DJ last Moore's year not bad. And you and I DJ both Moore know. He's not good. What, what was his name? <laughs> what was his name in uh in Madden 17? Oh my gosh, you could not guard this Funches. guy. Funches, bro. Funches, okay. Madden glitch. No, no. He made he made Funches <laughs> and Benjamin in 2015, that year that you love talking about so much. He made him that year. year? That was his best year. They would have given it into the ball fourth and one. I mean, he would have ran it up the middle and scored. He has not he super cam more yards anymore. His first year, like, like how can not, you? He's not that super was his cam team's anymore. best year. He needs to hang up the cape. But he doesn't have to be super cam. He's not super cam because they're not giving the ball to him on fourth and one to run right up the middle and get just smeared. No, but you expect him to make a a, a ten yard out pass. You expect him to throw and, and and complete a simple slant pattern. He's missing. I expect him. I expect him to have a bad game also. And it's the second week. And when do you expect people He's to have that game? He's 0 8 in the last eight starts. He's had eight He's straight bad, bad games. Has he himself been bad in all eight of those games? He hasn't won a single one of them. That doesn't mean that he himself is bad. He is a common denominator. He's a starting quarterback in the NFL. When you go 0 and 8 over eight weeks, that means that something's wrong. Okay, okay. Who do you think has played better? Since last year, Cam Newton or Eli Manning? Ooh, since last year, well, I mean, they both been kind of equally awful. But I mean, if you, I guess you have to give it to you have to give it to Carolina because of the start. Right? Okay, so so that quarterback, Cam Newton, okay, mm-hmm. who you think his team should just move on from? No, 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 no! no I'm yes. talking. I'm talking. All right. I did say so that, that guy, and I think right. that holds true, and I think but he will be a But you just made year. the argument, like, 20 minutes ago mm-hmm. that Eli shouldn't have been bent. So they should move on from Cam, but Eli shouldn't be bent. Well, first of all, Eli's a two-time Super Bowl quarterback, and 
he wasn't missing simple slant patterns at 10-yard outs. What year did Eli win the Super Bowl last? Let's see, he won in 07, and then he won in 2010? That was nine years right? ago, Jackson. That was nine years ago, bro. It was nine years ago, right? And it's been four years since I've seen a decent Cam Newton. No, it is not. It's been four years since I've seen Super Cam. Super Cam was one year, and that was an MVP performance, and that does not happen all the time. Right, which is why I think Carolina's going to be able to get a, a, a first and maybe a third for a trade. Somebody's going to want Cam Newton. You see all these quarterbacks that are hurt this year? You know how hard it is to get a quarterback in the NFL, Jackson. I do know how hard it is to get a quarterback in the NFL, which is why somebody's going to bite on him. But I think it's time for so him to get So why would they get rid of Cam he Newton? He needs a change of scenery. He's not there anymore. He's not... So now he's, he's bad not, because he's in Carolina? He's not feeling... Like, ah, living here makes me something bad. Something is I, I obviously wrong. Somewhere. If it's not him himself, then what is it? The offensive coordinator? Is it the uh, personnel that they have? I don't think so. I think it's just Cam. I don't I think, I don't think he's Cam right. Newton and I 25 for 38 with a 65% completion percentage for 240. And I think that's okay. All right? It's not good. It's not bad. I think that's okay. And I think you don't move on from that. Last week, he had to drop back 51 times. And every single play, the defensive ends are pinning their air back and they're coming right at him. And I just think it's okay to have a bad week. I think the coaching's kind of yeah. to blame for that. If you're going to drop back 51 times, like there's a problem. You got Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, obviously that's a problem if you drop back 50. Also, we know how good – their halfback is like what's wrong with running them sideways they're gonna run him sideways because he's small all right like this ain't the bus sitting back there like McCaffrey's kind of small yeah but on fourth and one I mean I think it's better to run up the middle like snap from that far you don't know like they're trying to they're thinking like maybe we do this maybe you don't trust Cam and his and his big like beefy body to get you a yard Shakari's gonna get hurt. He's already he's, he's got injury issues. Like that's yeah, understandable. Exactly. And don't get me wrong, I hope he comes back from those injuries and I hope he plays well and I hope he proves me wrong. But right now, with Cam not looking like Cam or even half of what Cam used to be, I think there is potential. And they try and get what they can. They look for talent next year's draft. Okay, well, we're going to move on. All I got to say is that there's potential for me to win the lottery tomorrow, but it's not going to happen. Um, yeah, that's true. So since we are on Thursday Night Football, uh, yeah, we need to talk a little bit about what do we think about Thursday Night Football, Mike? Like, what do we... This, this was your topic you really want to talk about, too. Because um, I, I, think, I think this is a problem. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, like, football's a war, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I believe I've said this on here before. It was uh, the line, oh, man, it was the linebacker from Green Bay, Clay Matthews. Couldn't think of his name. He's not there anymore. Um, So he said that a football game was, like, strapping up in full pads and everything, going into your garage, shutting the door, standing on the opposite wall, running and hitting your head against it as hard as you could, and then do that for, you know, an hour. Yeah. And he's like, and that's what you'll feel like. That's what it feels like after a football game. 
Yeah. These so, are elite athletes, man. And so it takes all week for these people to really recover. Plus, you got to count in practice time and stuff like that. If you have, a, if you play a game on Sunday, and then you play on Thursday, it significantly reduces your preparation and also your body recovery. And so I think we got to talk about it. You, you want it, You want to go first, or you want me to go first? I mean, I mean, kind of like the last time. This one was yours. Uh, go for it. But I think I mean you hit the nail on the head. You have less. You have you have travel time. You have to account in. Try and get in some practice time. Obviously, you want the guys to be able to have a day to heal up after hitting their garage door for two and a half hours straight. Yeah. yeah, take it away, my friend. So, so that's my my number one issue with it is just like the lack of recuperation time that the players really get. I yeah. think that extra time, like if you get Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, like that's three more days. I think that really does help a whole lot more before the game comes Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um. But another thing that really stuck out at me that I didn't realize until I started actually looking at this stuff, getting ready for this podcast yesterday, is that home teams have a crazy advantage. Like it is, like it is ridiculous. Like if you if you think about it, they get a full extra day of preparation and relaxation, whatever. Um, and so since 2010, teams are like the home team is literally 70 and 41. All right, so that that's like that's almost double. Yeah. And they're 11 and 4 since 2018. Like that is ridiculous to me. Like that blows my mind that that we can allow this to be a thing when the only reason the Panthers didn't win the other night is because they dropped back and threw the ball with a Cam Newton who was on a bad night. Like, he definitely, it wasn't a good night for him. It was a bad night. Right. And they lost because of it. Like, they had no run game. McCaffrey had, like, 40 yards. Like, the Panthers are not a team that wins without running the football. Proven, especially when McCaffrey is the guy back there doing it. Yeah. And so, to me, that shouldn't have happened. The Panthers should have won. But in most cases, like I just said, eleven and four is the home record since twenty eighteen, and so I just think that something has to change about that. Like you got to let them. I don't know if, like, if you're playing Thursday night football, week. it needs to be after a bye week or something. That's the only thing yeah. I can think of for you to still have Thursday night football and not completely get rid of it is that you got to do it after bye weeks. Like it has to be planned like that because it is just it's a crazy advantage. Yeah, and think of the deal. I mean, it's just harmful to everyone. Absolutely, because you think about the guys like you're playing Sunday night. Okay, say you have or a Sunday or a Sunday night game. Uh, immediately, you have to get back to the hotel. You got to travel that night to wherever it is that you're going to go to. Okay, you have a day or so of practice, and then you got to try and rest, recuperate, and then you're playing a game. Boom, bam on Thursday. It's um, it, it's incredibly advantageous to the home team because they get to get to go home show you know take monday off show up to work on tuesday practice prep same thing wednesday walk through wednesday and then here we are on the field there and especially if you're going from east coast to west coast and west to east or if you're playing in london or mexico city or canada or whatever it is that they have you it's where's you down man where's you down significantly so i am not surprised at all here that the home teams have such an 
advantage and such a better record than the away teams in these Thursday night games. I think you kind of I think you're right though. I think if you're going to play a Thursday night game, obviously the players and the coaches and the staff would love it to be off of a bye week. Okay, well we got a bye week, play Thursday, and essentially you get two bye weeks in a row because you're not playing that Sunday, get extra week and a half prep for your next game. So mm-hmm. Um, that would be ideal. <clears throat> I think the league could probably schedule that. I don't think Thursday night games are going anywhere, especially with these deals that you have now with Amazon, NFL Network, Fox, and everybody that gets a Thursday night game. You're able to stream it on Twitch. You can watch it on Sling or whatever you want to watch it on. Hulu has live sports now. Hulu has live sports now. Like the NFL is making so much money off having a game on Thursday night. And the NFL is such a hot commodity that that one team, it doesn't matter what that, who the two teams are that are really playing on Thursday night. But if you have a big market like New York or LA or Miami or something like that playing on a Thursday night stage, they make so much money. From from even just from like the TV deals for that for that one game, like it's incredibly advantageous for them to have a Thursday game and a Monday night game. So, yeah, man, it's uh obviously I I agree with you. I I think it's very strenuous on all the players involved, especially the team that's traveling, and you don't really get to prep. You just kind of got to go to war and lick your wounds and go to war again. Like what'd you say? What'd you say that just happened? Right? Titans are getting ready for a Thursday night game. You take Derrick Henry out of the third quarter to spell him so he has enough gas to even make it through the full game Thursday. And so so you're mad comp- about that. Yeah, and you're it's compromising. It's the season just started. I'm so sorry. You're but good. Like, it just it just it sets me off a little bit mm-hmm. that our head coach thinks it's okay that we are up by four points going into the fourth quarter. And it's okay to sit our halfback who's starting to average like six to eight yards of carry. Like this dude is just <clears throat> just running over people and making yeah. plays. And we're like, hey, we're going to sit him and try to save him for Thursday night football. That's good. I understand it was hot. I was at the game. It was like 110 was the heat index. It was crazy hot. I can't imagine how tired and stuff those guys were after that game. Mm-hmm. But I just think, like, you are you want to be the big dog. It's time to be the big dog. Like, he had 80 yeah. rushing yards. I didn't think he had a crazy amount of carries already. It wasn't like he'd carried the ball 30 times yet, I don't believe. Yeah. But and still, so I just... Yeah, but still, it's like you're compromising a win now. You have to play in four games. Exactly. And, and so, so the fact like, that you have to Thursday even make that football. decision is, is flawed. Yeah, there's definitely a problem there. Now, going back into kind of what you're like, our logic with these Thursday night games is the new CBA is coming up, right? So there's going to be mm-hmm. a new collective bargaining agreement that the players union and the NFL signed together with the owners. And they go about, these are the rules set forth for the new league, you know, the next like eight to 10 years. Mm-hmm. And one of the big discussions around that new CBA has been potential 18 game season or taking out preseason games. How do you think? I think this wraps in nicely with our Thursday night to- topic. How do you think that wraps in? How do you think that should unfold? If you're going to do, like if in you're a perfect do, world, how would you have? 
if you're going to do 18 weeks, then you got to do two buys. Yeah. Because, like, I was, once again, I was listening to the Bustin' with the, Bustin with the Boys podcast the other day, and, like, they were talking about, they were talking about that, and they were like, when you get to the end of the season, like, it's hard. Like, the last, the last four games are just, like, you're fighting with yourself every day, and you're sore all the time, and you're hurting all the time. And so I, I'm not a fan of extending the regular season. I'm okay with cutting some of the preseason out. That's fine. But like, I'm a bigger fan of extending the playoff than extending the regular season. I think if you're going to cut the preseason, then if you cut two weeks out of the preseason, then you need to extend the playoffs by two. That's hard. That is very hard. In a perfect world, I'd love to have two preseason games or maybe even three. Um, I, I listen, Honestly, I really don't sorry. think you need three. Two would be I'm ideal. okay. I'm okay with doing two. You get one bye week throughout the year. You get a bye week before the playoffs, and you add a week to the playoffs. There you go. That's yeah. perfect world, Lucas. Right, that is perfect world, Lucas. But I really would like to, you to be able to watch football after week, whatever it is. There not be a down week before the playoffs. But I think you you add two teams to the playoffs, so you have a full 18 bracket, right, on the NFC side and on the AFC side. So you increase the overall playoff teams by four teams. You have seed one, play eight, right, two, seven, and so on and so forth. And I think really have storylines to where one out of every 10 years, you have an eight seed defeating the number one seed, who in the old CBA would have had a bye week. But this time they ran into a hot eight seed and they showed up and set the team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think you give the high, the high seeds one through four, you give them home field route, you know, as long as they're the higher seed. Um, right. Some people are going to be like, Oh, what about the bye week You know, you take out that, that, you know, that, that team with the bye week It's like this way you kind of make it fair all the way around. Um, but if you add a bye week at the beginning, it, no one can complain about that part. Right. So I, I think, you know, two bye weeks, I think if you have two preseason games, 17-game regular season, right, you add a second bye week, and then you extend the playoffs, so you still have the same amount of weeks, right? So all we did is we took two from the preseason, we sprinkled one of those weeks as a bye week and eventually an extra game into the regular season, and then we added a playoff game i don't think you can add another game dude i, I just think it's too much yeah. it's too much on the players I, yeah i mean but it's like where would you put obviously the ideal thing for the players and everybody else is to have a bye week everybody gets a bye week if you're a playoff team boom you get a bye week but what's well, it's like i said just extend the playoff add a bye week in between the season and the playoff yeah but then you have that but the, what i'm saying is Football's at all-time high at that moment. Everybody's ready for the playoffs. Everybody's gearing up. Everybody's ready to go. Got a week with no football. That would be, as a fan, that would be the most boring yet highly anticipated week of my life because I always, I already hate Pro Bowl week. I don't care about the Pro Bowl. I don't want to watch it. It's just a week before the Super Bowl, and all I care about is getting to the So from a fan viewer perspective, having that week before the season 
little some cumbersome. I don't think it's that big of a deal to me. I think so. I, I just don't. I just don't. Uh, like if you're going to, you're cutting out the preseason, or two, you're cutting two games out of the preseason. That's at, two at weeks of preseason one, yeah. football that we don't have to watch. Yeah, you're getting into the season sooner. You're getting into the season October twenty eighth, October twenty seventh. You're extending the playoff. So at the very least, you're adding four more teams in, and that means you're adding four more games in. Yeah, but so that means I guess you do wild card Saturday and Sunday, AFC and, and NFC, what you would call. But you wouldn't even call it the wild card, right? You just call it round one. I mean, you can do that, or if since there's going to be so many more games, I mean, you can even do, um, you know, you can have games you on know, Thursday after the bye week. Oh yeah, and then and the then lower, we the might lower get, seeder teams have to play on the Thursday. Yeah, we might get you know we might get three days of football. All right, uh, two playoff games on a Thursday, two playoff games on a Saturday, four games on Sunday. And that to me, me sounds that to me sounds ideal. If I get to watch football, if I basically have to give up half a week of watching then that makes me excited and happy. And if that makes the players happier, because like, okay, cool. On this grind, got to the playoffs. We have eight teams now, it's even. Get a week for preparation to travel and you're ready to go. But I can understand where some people would say, then what's the point of getting the number one seed or the number two seed if you don't get that buy? Because right now they have a perceived advantage and being able to get an extra week of rest. Some people say, oh, well, that week of rest can get you resty. Yeah, some people don't think it's don't think it's an advantage. I see it as the number one seed Patriots get to play the last seed Bills or something like that, you know? Like Yeah. You get to play a, a You don't you get yeah. to play like a subpar team. Yeah, I I would love to extend the playoffs and make it eight versus eight because Imagine the storyline if that crash team Bills goes into Foxborough and beats them. You know, they come out flat. They think that they had this in the bag. You know, these guys shouldn't have even made the playoffs several years. They are now and have those stories. And <clears throat> add some more, you add more people to the playoffs and all around. Just, I'm up. Yeah. Any more football I can get, I want. So. Anywho. Anywho's will be what's next. Your favorite topic of the night. Oh boy, oh boy. Once again, Lucas, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay? And I want you to be ready for it. I hate this question. How about them Cowboys, Lucas? I apologize if that was incredibly loud. But how about them Cowboys? Oh, my goodness. I know. What you got? This is your specialty. This is my specialty. Okay, here's the thing. Dak is proving me wrong. He is coming into his own. Okay, He has shown me that he has gotten better. The play calling has gotten significantly better. We actually have motions and formations and intricacies and scheme fits and audibles. And we don't just do plain vanilla, run north and south, and maybe a little toss over here to Zeke and 
know, maybe a small play action to Witten. No, no, no. We got Randall Cobb coming in on a coming in on an end around fake. We got some RPOs. Okay. We have multiple audibles at the line. Dak seems very comfortable, cool, collected. Uh, being a general and managing his troops and uh, telling everybody where to go. And I am so excited to watch this Cowboys offense. We've scored 30 plus points two weeks in a row. I can't remember the last time that happened. It must have been the 95 season when we had Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin and Emmett Smith. I don't think we've done that in a while. So it's, well, you don't it, think Romo ever did that? He might have. I'm, it, this is for effect, Lucas. For for pizzazz. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm gonna say, man, you can't, you can't just—it's a theatrical just poop version. on my man Romo like no, that. No, man, I though. love Romo. He was so underrated, and everybody hated him for whatever reason. But in our Cowboys hearts, we all bless his heart. You know, in the fumbling of the against the Seattle, so that will stay with him forever. But I do remember several. Remember the pull out with Peyton Manning. You know, five touchdowns here, five touchdowns there. Boom, 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 boom. Here we go. That was a great. <laughs> Dude, I I am incredibly excited to watch this cow these Cowboys play every single Sunday. And the thing is, we're two and zero in the division, and Zeke hasn't even gotten started yet. I don't feel like Zeke has even hit his stride that he is in game time, game ready preparation yet. Felt kind he looked kind of stiff, and looked kind of. Like, like he wasn't all the way there yet. Like he was struggling. His motor wasn't running full. And he still got 100 yards and a touchdown behind the best offensive line in football. When healthy. Right? <laughs> like, can you imagine Silent. when Zeke hits his full power high motor and goes Super Saiyan 2, okay, into that NFL rushing champion form? You add that on top of a Dak who right now is averaging like, 120 QBR, okay, four touchdowns a game, and like four to five incompletions. He's playing lights out at the moment. I know that this high can only ride for so long. I know we are going to get punched in the mouth and hit eventually in the season. Bear with me as I enjoy this moment that we are now 2-0, okay, because I know that the, that the punishment is coming later. I know I'm going to be regretting my work. I am uh, incredibly, incredibly excited for the season. So many elite, elite players on both sides of the ball. An elite wide receiver. Change the offense. Have a NFL rushing champion running back. Have an elite left tackle. An elite center. A Hall of Fame tight end. Whose leadership and mentorship cannot be understated you have two elite linebackers who you can have sean lee on third down off the field i can't remember the last time i could say that about the cowboys defense sean lee the backbone of the cowboys defense the lifeblood the only silver lining at the end of the tunnel for this defense for five or six years and we can afford to have him on the sideline on third down because Leighton Vander Esch and Jalen Smith are some bad men, Luke. Some bad men. A elite pass rusher in Demarcus Lawrence, and not to mention Byron Jones. 
a underrated shutdown corner. In yes, we don't have safeties, but we don't need them at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere I look, I see a superstar potential and talent, and I'm just soaking all this in because for years we have had nothing but anguish, heartache, and I swear my Cowboys do in and build me up just to let me fall. I might cry. Haven't you been good and made the playoffs like three years in a row? Yes. Two out of the past three years. <laughs> Two out of the past three years, NFC East champions. Okay. The only year where we didn't win that is when Zeke was gone for the first six weeks. I'm happy to be a Cowboys fan right now. The power rankings were number four. Actually, no. Check that. In the power rankings, we are number three. I don't remember breaking the top five in recent memory. I'm feeling good right now, Lucas. I am so happy. I and you, I, and I, I feel you, bro. The Giants, trash. Washington, slightly better quality of trash. Miami. <laughs> don't even get me started, okay? They got people <laughs> wanting to leave. They got people wanting to be all the way up out. They got, they got their, they're calling their agents because they don't want to play Zeke next week. Okay, so these first three weeks, I understand, are among the easiest of schedules, right, in the NFL. So I'm going to appreciate the highs as it is right now. Um, and it gets a lot tougher later on in the year. But, man, what a start, man. What a start for my Cowboys. Take it away, Lucas. I, I, I'm, I'm grinning. I, I mean, I, I ain't much more I can say. I mean, I picked y'all to win the division. I do think um... – Everyone does need to check up on everything because it is week, like, we're just now about to start week three. We've only been through two weeks of the NFL. Yeah. Everyone needs to chill with everything. I agree. Cam Newton talk, the, but, like, oh, my God. He's rolling his eyes. He's rolling his eyes. Hopefully it gets better and it gets back to Super Cam. I don't want him to get back to Super Cam. Super Cam was aggravating. Okay, then. <laughs> what? I just don't think he... Look, anyways, we already talked about that. But you have a chance to do something special this year, and I hope you do. And... He said, I hope the Titans stand a chance. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> Yo, this man Lucas said that was such... a fraction of that. This dude Lucas... He said that with such pain and anguish. It took him for that breath to finally be released from his lungs. <laughs> it took a, a lot of extra effort. Oh, I'm sorry. Dude, I want the Titans to be, I want the Titans to, to, to make it all the way. Okay. Because I, I think you're right. They got to chill out. Okay. Going into week but three. But the Cowboys are Super Bowl contenders. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, let's go. Woo! But, but no, but for real, we got to chill out, okay? We got a lot of football left to be played, a lot of X factors. Michael Gallup just got hurt. He's out for at least the next four weeks. That's a big issue. Um, I'm not playing the Dolphins. <laughs> you're right about that, okay? But, oh, my gosh. If we lose to the Dolphins, I, I will be so upset. Man, that'll be worse than... The depression I'm about to go through. Oh, if y'all lose to the Dolphins, I kind of oh, want it to happen now. Don't you even, bro. <laughs> don't you sit there with your conniving fingers. <laughs> like, mm, yes. Like, um, that, that one Simpson guy. Um, 
Good God. But no, yeah, I mean, let's... I agree with you. Take a deep breath. A lot of football left to be played, but so far, so good. A lot of things to be happy. So we'll move on now. It's time to talk about how the Titans completely <clears throat> beat themselves. This is your one. This is okay. yours, my friend. I'm sit back. All right. All right. We're playing Jacoby Brissett and the Colts. The Colts are good. All right. They got a, a good offensive line that's been playing better than I thought they would. Although, it's easy to say your offensive line's playing better than you thought they would when we would have passed our sack total from last week, which was like six or seven sacks. If we actually could tackle, but, but you know, we, we can't tackle, all right? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, before I go through my list of sad, sad things <laughs> that are so wrong with notes, the Tennessee bro. Titans, just remember that it is week two. I've been trying to tell me that, tell, I've been trying to tell myself that since the game finished, and it's been real hard. I'm losing sleep out here. I know right? you are. You be texting me. I ain't sleeping me. good at night. All right. Um, I'm dreaming about the Titans being bad. All right. Last night I woke. I woke up in a sweat, shaking. Okay. Because Jarrell Casey. Uh, that's all I could see in my head while I was sleeping was Jarrell Casey running into Jacoby Brissett and just falling off of him. Like it was a hundred. Like I said, the heat index was 110. All right. And I know there's just sweat all over the Slippery. place. But this man ain't sweating butter, okay? Frisco. All right. So I did. I did. I made a list, and I'm gonna go through the list. Remember, it's week two. But I have seen nothing but Mariota hate all week. I'm here to tell you that Mariota is not the reason we lost. You cannot look at a game where you beat yourselves against the Colts with Jacoby Brissett as their quarterback who, by the way, scored three touchdowns in a game, which is his career high, um, on like 150 passing yards. Okay? All right? That's not exactly awesome. But, like, he was mediocre. He wasn't good. And he held the ball too long on a play that he should have threw away that pushed us back like 10 yards. And it turned a 30-yard field goal into a 40-yard field goal. We missed the 40-yard field goal. We still should have made the field goal. That's another problem. We missed a field goal. Okay? But we still should have made the field goal. And then we had a chance at the end of the game. I don't care what anyone... Everyone's like, well, Corey Davis was wide open on the right slant. Mariota's first read was on the left. It was pretty obvious it was at um Humphreys all right Humphreys has two people on him you can't throw it to him there's 14 seconds left on the clock and we got to have time to line back up and spike it so we can kick a field goal yeah he ain't making it to his third or fourth read I know he ain't making it to this side of the field so what does he do AJ Brown is in my eyes open he's got a guy on his ass that's fine right but it hit him in the hands and he dropped the ball. You've seen the play, Jackson. Real I've quick, I want to know what you think about. I want to know what you think about the play. It hit you him right in the hands. With me. Like you said, I mean, yeah, it hit him right in the hands, right here over the top. I don't, you guys watch it on YouTube. You can kind of top of the top of the hand fell off. I think it was a wasn't a 
super easy catch, right? Like by any means, but the, it was a catchable ball, right? If you were right. an NFL wide receiver, you should catch. Well, that, that all you could ask for as a wide receiver in the NFL, honestly, is a catchable ball because the defenses are crazy good. Um. So yeah, so talking about the wide receivers, right? They weren't exactly getting open downfield, and. The reason I want to bring that up is because the Tennessee Titans, after two weeks of NFL play, are three for 20 on third down. Oof. 14 of those 20 attempts were third and long. Put yourself in those situations, man. Okay, this is like third and 10 or longer. All right. Yeah. That is a problem. Yes. Major problem. And so. On those plays, your wide receivers aren't getting open deep enough, and you just can't get the first down. And that stems from us not doing enough on first and second down. Partly to blame because Derrick Henry's getting hit in the backfield on first and second down. Because we are using our like third string right guard and our second string left tackle right. So there's some problems going on with the offensive line. Is uh when is the boy make his return? Week five. He's on. A, he's got a four game suspension, but I think, but he can go back. Week four. It's like like week four. He can go to the game. Okay, he go to the game. All right, right now he's not allowed to even be. Like he yeah, can't talk week, to the team or nothing. Week four, he can go back and work. yeah, like. I think so. I think okay. that's right. So he can get ready. Like, get back in a game show. I think that's right. I'm not 100%. Don't call me on that. You know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, tackling was atrocious. Like I said, we missed. So, our defense played really well. You know, we, we got a fumble recovery, and we got an interception. Our offense needs to be able to capitalize over that, but they couldn't. They only got three points from that. But the first drive of the game, the Colts went down, scored a touchdown, and... That is because Adoree Jackson did a pass interference on the four-yard line that was like a 60-yard penalty or a 50-yard penalty. You don't let that happen, okay? Can't. You can't have that happen. You can't have the Colts' second scoring drive. We miss like two sacks on third down. And then on their third scoring drive, because they scored three touchdowns, we let them run right up the middle with their backup halfback untouched for like a 50 or 60-yard run. And then they just, next play, just threw it over the top to T.Y. Hilton. Like, you can't you can't let that stuff happen. When you're in that situation, like, you let them run all the way down there, like, you've got to be thinking, okay, we have to hold them to a field goal because we're up by four. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You need to hold them. And we couldn't even do that. So we let Jacoby Brissett go down. And he was three for three in the end zone against the Tennessee Titans, who should be one of the best defenses in the NFL. Especially with that secondary. Top five or ten, honestly. And we could not sack at all. And it it was, we literally missed like five sacks. That's just got to be so frustrating to watch. Like the the right. I'm I'm watching. I'm watching Jayon Brown standing up with this man, like trying to get the ball. Not trying to tackle him, but he's like trying to get the ball. 
I watched Darrell Casey. This dude's like 300 pounds run into the man. I love Darrell Casey. I love every player on the Titans. They are all amazing. And I just, I want them all to just dominate every single game. I have so much love for this team. And it just hurts so much when I see them just sliding off this quarterback. That doesn't even look like he's trying to do anything at the time. He doesn't know he's getting hit yet. He's standing in the pocket like this. And then some guy just slides off of him, and he's like, oh, better run away for 20 yards down the field or something. Or throw it up the field to a wide-open guy. So and many it key, is key plays. Yeah, key we, had like, we had like six or eight penalties for like 100 yards almost. That was ridiculous. Like, you can't have that. And I think the coaching was bad. Yeah. I didn't. Was it like clock management? Was it like uh, play calling? So, was it so in the first half, there was a passing interference call on third down. Mm-hmm. That might have, I think it was the their second touchdown drive. I think we had a passing interference call on third down, and we missed two sacks on third and long. Um, That's three more possessions. So yeah. That was all. That was all literally in one drive, and to barely like, lose. And so, like, I wish Vrabel would have challenged that. It's the first half, and you're like saving this timeout, and you didn't even use them. You know, like, like we didn't even use any timeouts. And I understand you're like, oh, we might need those at the end of the half or whatever. The announcers. I hate the commentators every time I watch a game on CBS. Have you got Romo but, yet? We got, got them Romo. week one. Got the, we got Romo week one? I love listening to Romo. Yeah, against the Browns. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't like the guy with him, but pretty sure we got Romo. Um, but this past week, it was terrible. We got, like, the worst crew they got, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they know the Titans players because they get us so many times because we always get the bad CBS crew. And I hate listening to him. And even this dude is up there, and he's like, you have got to challenge that. Like, we're watching the slow replay on TV. I know. They're watching it. And apparently the guy in Brable's headset, Brable had the flag in his hand like he was ready. And the guy in his headset told him not to do it. And he said that they will hardly ever are they going to overturn those apparently they're being super 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 crazy straight yeah, it has to be like clear and distinct like i think is a i don't know if the distinct is a word. the word and... the word that Vrabel used was like outrageous or something yeah it's got to be like clear completely visible egregious egregious is actually the exact word that he used egregious i think I thought it was. Me, personally, I thought it was. I thought he should have challenged it. You're losing one timeout in the first half. It is not a big deal to me. Um, And that, you know, that led to them scoring a touchdown later in the drive. And so I think that should have been a thing. Towards the end of the game, we took Derrick Henry out for the whole fourth quarter. This is yeah. the guy that was doing everything for us. And because you have to worry about Thursday night. You, Same time, you, you got you you to get the wind where you're at. I think he was mad. I, um, I think Derek Henry was mad at the end of the game. I watched his post-game interview. I think he was a little upset. Um, I think everyone was mad about it, but I think he was mad about, like, like he got benched to save him for the week, and then they lost. He could help. Yeah, because then sure. Deion Lewis ran the ball, 
And for the fourth quarter, he got like six carries for three yards or something. Like it was something just non-existent. Just didn't. You know, and every every team's gonna have one of those weeks, right? We're gonna be a you know week. I don't know, whatever. Hopefully not next week. But later on down uh, week, whatever in the podcast, we're gonna talk about man. Boys just didn't look like themselves. Heavy penalties, you know, missing obvious tackles and. Teams have bad weeks, especially, and it's really frustrating coming off a huge win against Cleveland, dominating them in their own house, and playing in deep and not looking like their week before. So, yeah, I, I understand. But, but we're, it's a long season. You know, we got 14 games left. Exactly. It's week, it was only week two. I'm not worried about the Titans team, really. I'm worried about all the hate that Mariota's receiving. He did have a bad day. Yeah, like like Mariota should be benched. Or, but I don't I don't think the play calling was that that great either. I wasn't impressed with the yeah. offensive play calling either. Um, but week two, moving on. Yep. We're gonna look at how the standings are. All right, we're gonna look at all the okay. two and zero and all the zero and two teams, Jack. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna take all the teams that are two and zero, and we're going to pick which two and zero team is most likely to miss the playoffs. And then we're going to pick which 0-2 team is most likely to actually make the playoffs. Yeah. And I will let you go first with both of your decisions, Mr. J. Okay, so I'm just going to go a quick rundown of the 2-0 and teams. We have New England. We have Buffalo, because they played New York both times. Come on. Uh, we have Baltimore. Uh, then we have Kansas City, Dallas, Green Bay, the Rams, the 49ers. So for me, my 2-0 team that I think is the most likely to miss. This is a different, a different, every, a, blah, 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 a definitely difficult decision. I'm going to go with Baltimore. I'm going to go with Baltimore. And I he, and I and I know Lucas is just looking at me right now, just saying, "How could you pick Baltimore?" You're so delusional. Here's the reason why. I want I, you to name off their division before you say anything else. I mean that is true. No, no, no. Just, just say it. Say it. So oh, I can they got Baltimore. Right they here. got Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati. Okay. All right. All right. I just, I just wanted. To, that's it. Here's the thing. Okay. Baltimore, I don't buy into Lamar Jackson. Right? Yes, he's played very well the first two weeks. And I think that he can continue to play well through the rest of the year. His division, obviously, is the problem. Now that I think about it more clearly. I don't know, man. I, I just don't know. I I don't no, you know. You already how, picked the Ravens, bro. Yeah, it's I don't know to how. You. I don't know how they're gonna do, man. I just don't. I, I don't. Basically, my reasons I don't I don't buy into Lamar Jackson yet. All right, my counter to that: the Ravens are gonna make the playoffs. They made it with Lamar Jackson last year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Steelers are garbage now, and Cincinnati looks better, but they're still not as good as Baltimore. I think yeah. Baltimore's defense is better than you give them credit for, mm-hmm. and I think the Browns. Still had like ten penalties last. So, divisions in the bag. 
I think so. They're t- they're up two zero right now. Yeah, we'll see. All right, like you're, if you look at it right now, they got two wins, and then they're going to beat Cincinnati both times, and they're going to beat the Steelers both times, which gives them four more games. That's six wins right there that mm-hmm. I think are guaranteed. Well, two of them are guaranteed because they've already won those. But there's four more guaranteed wins in my head. Six, and I think you win that division with ten, honestly, if you want to. Yeah. Eleven definitely gets it for you, right? For sure. So, I mean. I would think so. I would think eleven wins that wraps up nice and nice little bow. So, anyways. Who, 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 is, your, who is your 2-0 team? To miss the playoffs, the Bills. The Bills. I thought it, I thought that was the most obvious pick out of the whole shmandingle. I wanted to be like... different. <laughs> I wanted to be different, man. Well, I picked a zero and two team that I didn't think you'd pick. Really, you did. But this is this is what I actually think is going to happen. Okay. But, you know. So, what zero and two team? We want to state those off. And sure. Then we. I mean, obviously, we got Miami. If it's if it's happening there, we got the Jets. They're injury laden. We have Pittsburgh. We have Cincinnati, Jacksonville. Denver, Giants, the Redskins, Panthers, uh, and that's it. That's as far as over two teams. Arizona's 0-1-1, but they're not doing it. Uh, for my 0-2 team that could potentially make it, oh, my gosh, all of these teams are kind of suspect. I think I know what you're going to say. I think you're going to say Carolina. No, no, you're gonna. No, say I, know, I know. I know you think that now. I just love Cam Newton. I don't like the guy, but he's still like they're not gonna get rid of him just because it's so hard to get a I'm gonna, good quarterback. In the I'm just air. gonna throw it out there. I'm just gonna throw it out there because why not? We'll see what happens. Outlandish takes out here that may or may not happen. What about Pittsburgh? What about Pittsburgh? They traded for a really good safety. They up. They up their secondary. Um, it's still a completely long shot. You go 0-2, your chances of making the playoffs are approximately 12%. So it's unlikely to happen, but in that division, anything can happen. Uh, you know, like we said, Cincinnati's not doing anything. Cleveland's very suspect. Baltimore, I don't yet believe in. So I'm going to double down on my pick, and I'm going to pick Pittsburgh. I think if they can figure out their quarterback play, their defense is good enough that they can make a run. No, definitely. Like, I feel that. 100% yep. makes sense. Pittsburgh's always going to be a good team no matter what. Um, so I picked the Redskins. Redskins. Good pick. Um, the Eagles just keep running into injury issues, man. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I think Wentz is going to get hurt again. It's getting hit a lot. Um, their wide receiver core is wiped out right now. Yeah, I don't know the complete update on how long all of them are going to be out and what's going on with that. But, I mean, Washington looked good against y'all, and they looked good the week before that, too. Yeah, they did. Against the Eagles. And then, to me, the Cowboys and Eagles are both top five, top ten teams. Yeah, that's fair. And Washington barely lost to them. Well, the yeah. Cowboy game was more. Yeah, um, the what reason why the... I didn't, what was the, I think it was 35 17? Yeah. Um, 24, something like that. Um, they started off good against y'all, and then y'all. They, they really over. did. 
Uh, Washington's no joke. The only reason I didn't pick an NFC team is because I think the NFC is so loaded, at least compared to the AFC. AFC right now is missing a lot of quarterbacks, and um, more of their divisions are kind of wide open. I think you have a very competitive NFC West. I think you have a very competitive uh, – I think it's going to be a competitive NFC East between Dallas and Philly. Uh, I think the NFC North is super competitive right now. Um, I just don't see a lot of wiggle room there. AFC South is wide open. AFC West is it's going to be Kansas City. AFC North is where I see the, the most potential for flip-flopping. That's kind of where I went with Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore, I get, was a little more outlandish pick. If I was going to be more sensible, I'd probably say San Francisco. You know, especially in a highly competitive NFC West, it's highly doubtful that all three of those teams make it. If I was going to go mathematically correct, I would pick that team. But we're here for hot takes, baby. Yeah, I think... I think Washington. I do. I want to go through Washington's schedule real quick. Okay. Because right, I, I want us to look and see if this is a possibility. Um, okay. So they play the Bears next. All right. So they're 0 2. They play the Bears next. I think that's a win. Really? The Bears have no offense, dude. They have looked terrible. I think their defense but, is going to be all over Washington. I don't know if Washington's going to be able to do anything. I think Mr. Trubisky can put together a drive or two. I oh. think I think the Redskins scored 27 points on the Eagles and 21 points on the Cowboys, and I think that means they can put up 10 points against the Bears, which is enough to win. <laughs> 10 points enough to beat Chicago. You're not wrong. I mean... You know, I, I'm going to disagree. I think Mr. Biscay gets more than 10 points. All right, well, you know what? Just for the sake of this, all right, we'll, we'll give them a loss there, all right? Okay. All right. They play the Giants next. That's a win. Patriots, oh. that's a loss. The Dolphins, that's a win. Yeah. All right, so there's two wins. Then they play the 49ers. I don't know about that. It'll be a good game. I think, I think they lose, although it is a home game. Then they play the Vikings. I think they beat the Vikings just because right now the Vikings do not look at all how I thought they would look. Like, they are not throwing the ball at all. Like, they're dropping back 15 times a game. They're committing yeah. to the run. That's fine. Dalvin Cook had an awesome week last week, and they still lost. Something has to change. Then they play the Bills. I think that's a win. They play the Jets. That's a win. They play the Lions. That's a win. They play the Panthers. That's a win. They play Green Bay. I'm assuming they lose. Then they play the Eagles. I think they win that. That one is the home game. They split with the Eagles. They almost beat them the first time. That's eight games. They play the Giants. They win that. That's nine. They got nine wins. And then there were some questionable ones in there. The San Francisco one. The Bears won. Either way. Yeah. Those are both questionable. The Patriots play the Redskins at home, and we all know that the Patriots every once in a while have a game that slips. The Packers, that is, I that think, is, a, is a reach even for you, Mr. Lucas. The Dolphins beat the Patriots last year. On a Hail Mary random play. You know, every team that beat the Patriots last year wasn't a playoff team. They only lost to bad teams, okay? So point there but i mean the, here's the thing right now their point differential currently through two weeks is plus 73 points who have they played the past two weeks miami and who do they just play they just play miami but they get a week before pittsburgh right so the miami thing the pittsburgh game was a surprise yeah the miami thing i think miami's just bad oh for sure um, Beat a team 43 but, nothing. But it kind of looks like if the Redskins can 
I'm not I'm not saying they're going to beat the Patriots. Right. I was just trying to pick out some games that they might pull out of nowhere. It's plausible. The San Francisco game, the Patriots game maybe just because the Patriots have that slip up early in the year always. Right. It's going to happen. Let's say for sake of argument, okay, that they go 10 and 6. Right? For sake of argument, they go 10 and 6. That means over the next 14 weeks they go 10 and 4. Right? Starting off 0 2. They got a real easy middle part of this schedule in here. Like sure. after they play the Patriots, it's my like... question is in this competitive NFC, does 10 wins get you a wild card spot? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, let me so let me just go back to my predictions from two or three podcast episodes ago. Okay. So and wins by I mean, nine and seven doesn't. Nine and seven doesn't get you. I had the Bears. Place. I had the Bears making it in at ten and six. So yeah. So in this case, the Redskins will replace Chicago. Yeah. I mean, I had the Eagles going ten and six, and not I mean, making the playoffs though. It's not surprising that if the if Chicago continues like this, at least in terms of their offensive output. That, oh, they're not. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs not. if their offensive if, output keeps up. Yeah, there's just, you know, the, what, what held them last year is they had a running game. Especially when you get to <clears throat> December and January, you can rely on a good running game and defense. But if you can't score, there's only so much your defense can do, especially when it's that cold. Chicago. Oh, yeah. um, it's looking rough. Some stuff has to change. Anyways, Mr. Jackson, it is time to wrap up our show with our recap and then our pickums and then Let's any do it. final thoughts. So just uh, <clears throat> gotta warm up the old pen here. Okay. <laughs> All right. So to recap the games from last week, we didn't do any college games. There wasn't any good ones. This week we got some good ones. Yeah. Um but from last week, the Bucks played the Panthers. Uh me and Jackson both picked the Panthers, so we didn't get that. We had the uh, Titans and the Colts. The Colts won. I was actually right on that one, so I got one for that. Uh, The Eagles and the Falcons, okay? All right. Uh, We both picked the Eagles, so we didn't get anything for that. And then the Browns and the Jets played last night, and Mr. Jackson, who won that? The Cleveland Browns, I believe, do won that good, sir. We both picked Cleveland. We both picked that all right and the cowboys rest the cowboys rest his games we both did i skip over the cowboy game i am so sorry the cowboys (laughs) and redskins we both picked the cowboys you got one more point than me this week you get four i get three or three and i got two yeah three and two so you're still. Uh, what am I like? Nine? You're still up on me. What am I? Nine and five. I'm seven and seven, and you're eight and six. Eight and six. I thought I, had, I, thought I was at six wins. Oh yeah, I did get two this week. Yeah. I get three. Yeah. Okay. And, right. and we did we did five games. So. Makes sense. Close. It's close. I'm seven and seven. You're eight and six. So we have one. our weekly picks. Mr. Jackson, are you ready? We're going to start off with Dude, college. I'm so ready for this. First. Let's go. Excited. All right. Come on. 
right? First big game in college football. We got number 11, Michigan, at number 13, Wisconsin. What you got, Miss J? Man, I've been hearing a lot of upset potential here with Wisconsin uh, to, to, to take, take them down. However, I'm going to go Michigan in this game. I believe in Jim Harbaugh. I believe in uh, what uh, Michigan's able to do on offense. I'm just going to buy. I'm just going to buy into their uh, their system here. I know. I know Wisconsin is an incredibly tough team, uh, especially on the road. However, uh, I'm going to pick Michigan. I'm going with Wisconsin. I think Michigan should have lost to Army the other day, mm-hmm. and just seeing seeing Michigan going overtime with Army just hurts that my shivers soul. down it your makes- spine. Yeah. So, I'm going with Wisconsin there. So, hopefully I can get a point there. Then I got number seven, Notre Dame, at number three, Georgia. There we go. Uh, it seems to be, to me, that Notre Dame's weakness right now, one of their only weaknesses, seems to be their rush defense. Uh, Georgia has a top three rushing attack in the uh, NCAA at the moment. So, for that reason, being able to control uh, the clock and being able to control the pace, I'm going to pick Georgia. I think it's a close uh, game. I'm, I am also going to pick Georgia. All right. I hate it when Notre Dame's always ranked up this high and everything. Okay. They don't play no one. And I don't think they should ever. Notre Dame's be a good football program. In the top 10. That is an outlandish take. I think, I think Notre Dame belongs up there. I think, think Notre Dame, I think Notre Dame belongs up there. Right. I Especially in a top off, 10 conversation. I can name off like five SEC teams that are better than Notre Dame. Can you know? Alabama, okay. Florida, Georgia. Florida. Did, did you just shake your head at Florida? I sure did. I sure did. I think Notre Dame would take Florida. He's typing away at his key. Looking for evidence right now. I just. He's so disgusted with me. I'm defending Notre Dame. I, I was going to look up some Florida stuff. It, it doesn't matter. I ain't got time for this nonsense. I think Florida is better. LSU, Texas A&M. Five teams. Boom. I think Texas is better than them. There are six teams. Okay. Clemson, seven. All right. Ohio State, eight. Oklahoma, nine. All right. There's nine teams that are better than them. Can I get one more team that is better than Notre Dame? You can't. Michigan. Michigan's better than Notre Dame right now? Ooh, that's I think Michigan game. and Wisconsin are both better than Notre Dame. Man, you were just making all these out. How is this I'm going to defend Notre Dame. Okay, they looked great on, on both sides of the football instead of their rush defense, right? So because of that exposure Oregon's to Georgia's rush Dame. defense, I think they're going to be fine. Man, loves Oregon only because of his uniforms, I swear. What do you mean love Oregon? You picked them to win and I picked them to lose against Auburn. <gasps> Another SEC team that is better. <laughs> That's six. All right. I don't know. Notre what Dame you want right now belongs Jackson. in the top ten. I will not hear anything against it. I wish I knew more about Notre Dame so I could defend them properly. However, why don't you pick them to win then? I don't. Because Georgia's a better team. You are so just. Georgia's number three for a reason. You make me sick. I know, and I enjoy you know it and relish every second of it. You just make me sick, Jackson. What's our uh, what's our NFL games this week? Are we doing seven this week? 
I don't even know if I want to talk about it. I'm I'm just I'm just upset. <laughs> I'm just upset. Like I don't. Florida's ranked nine. Okay. So Notre Dame seven. So like it's Notre easy Dame's to say. Court, the only right reason now. Florida's ranked nine is because they don't want to be given the SEC the top like they don't want to give them six of the top seven spots. Well, if they're, if they're if they're really Oklahoma ranked that high, then they, then they should then they should be ranked that high. It doesn't matter what they want to give the SEC or not. Give them give the best teams the higher rankings. All right. Anyways, 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 they knock each other out every year. Okay, we're on from college football. Jackson's delusional. He's gonna he's gonna talk all this about Notre Dame and then not back him up. <sighs> Thursday night football. Look, the Tennessee crazy. Titans redeem themselves against Jacksonville. I was gonna say okay? you got to describe nothing. You got a disgruntled right. locker room if you don't go to Jacksonville and beat them on a Thursday night. I don't know what else to tell you. Home teams have a supreme advantage, but that oh, is okay. Oh, you're home this time. Okay, I thought you had to go to Jacksonville. Oh, no, 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 no. Let me finish. That is okay because the Titans are still going to go on oh, the road okay. and win on Thursday night football. Nothing the but math. Fun. The math is not in your favor, my friend, but I am hopeful. I the math hopeful. is in my favor. Derrick Henry hit 99-yard run. You said on that last the year. home teams okay. have a supreme. No, 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 no. I'm looking. Those I'm are looking, your I'm looking past. words. There's, looking, there's other math. Looking there's other past math it when it's convenient to you. Oh yes. Okay. okay. Do you know why the record for the Thursday night teams is as close as it is? is? Because one year, Learn me there's something. one year. All right, there's one year since 2010 mm-hmm. that the home team had a losing yeah. record to yeah, away team, and that's because it was teams. Listen, listen. That's I'm because it was. That's because it was teams like New England traveling to Cincinnati and Pittsburgh traveling to New York. Okay, these are garbage teams against tier one teams, and they are getting blown out of the water. Okay, all right. <laughs> but let me talk about the math that really matters. Okay, talk about the math that really matters. All right, Sir Lucas. Jacksonville mm-hmm. is backup quarterback. Their team is distraught. Okay. Jalen Ramsey wants out. Yeah. And the Titans own them. All right. Do you know what happened after the Titans won last year? Happened. The Titans Titans beat the Jags one game last year, and there were men in that locker room wearing Jaguar suits and jackets. Okay. All right. (laughs) We skinned them out back, made some nice fur coats. And, and then, then we walked over. out of the stadium with their soft fur on. Because we own them. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I agree with you. I think Tennessee is going to go into there. And I think Tennessee is going to win that game because of the reasons that you said. You got a disgruntled locker room. Jalen Ramsey clearly does not want to be there. You got a backup quarterback. I think it's a different story with Nick Foles, at least a more closer game. I see Tennessee being able to be that, to go against the statistics and go into Jacksonville and take the early. Look, they have a cage. And maybe, and maybe, just maybe, you'll be in a better mood this week because Tennessee will destroy a team. <laughs> it won't be oh, so I'll be distraught. in a great mood come Thursday night. I can't wait. I love Thursday night football. I love when the Titans can play in prime time. They're having a watch party, too. It's going to be fun. It never happens. Um, anyways, we have America's greatest matchups for the weekend, Miss J. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Dolphins at the Cowboys. I already know. We already know what's going to happen. Who's going to win this? <laughs> I'm taking my... Yeah. I pick my home team, unlike my Padre over here. I think we got to make it interesting. How many points are the Cowboys going to win by? 
21. I think they win by 30. Anyways. That's more fancy oh. points for me. So I'm you're a, taking over that. 21. Yeah, and what are you taking? I guess I'll... Okay. I really hope it's over. I hope I lose that bet. All right. Chiefs versus the Ravens. Does Lamar prove himself? Versus the Ravens. Does Lamar prove himself? No. This is where he gets punched in the mouth by the superior coaching of Andy Reid's play calling. He can't keep up with uh, Kansas City's offense. Patrick Mahomes is going to go in there and show him who the real top quarterback is. Yep, I agree. Uh, Sunday night, Browns versus the Rams. Ooh, I'm going to take the Rams. Is the Rams, is that a home game? Is that the Rams, Browns at home? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Home game for the Rams. Home game so for the Rams. Yeah, I, I'm definitely taking LA. Uh, Monday night, Bears at Redskins. That's a good game, and I think this is the game that we, we were talking about earlier, so I think we're going to go different here. I'm going to take the Bears. All right. I got the Redskins, so we, a we disagreed on like two games. Yeah, and you're behind by one point. As as fate would have it, I'm going to be down by one point. Yep. As usual so, and as per usual. Wrap it up for us, please, All Mr. Right. Jackson. Everybody, everybody that you've made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for listening. It really does mean a whole, whole heck of a lot to me and Lucas over here. We sure do appreciate it. Uh, be sure to follow us, subscribe. We, you can uh, find us anywhere that podcasts uh, can be listened to and or heard. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. Uh, also, we have been very active on YouTube lately. Uh, my friend Lucas here has taken the reins on that side. Also, be sure to follow us at Go For Two Podcast. We have the Twitter up and running to be to enter fan questions, queries, comments, concerns. Let us know how you're feeling. We will be tweeting stuff that's happening throughout the league throughout the week. And uh, be sure to give us a listen, uh, subscribe. Also, if you leave a five star review, we will read that five star review here live on the show. Um, I think that's that's everything, Luke. You got anything else for us? I'm good. I'm good. Run it up. That's a wrap. Peace, guys. <laughs>